Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. Want to do another live stream? I know we kind of shelved that for a moment, but there's so much going on in the news today. I called Josh and said, hey, buddy, we got to get back on live stream. We owe it to our subscribers, to the Rebel Capitals community, to keep them up to date as to all these events that are playing out in real time. I mean, I have Josh just texted me, said, I haven't seen anything like this since March of 2020. And I would completely agree. And I would go so far as to say we haven't seen anything like this since 1987, Black Monday. Let me tell you why. Let's get right into an article from CNBC. And this is titled, Two-Year Treasury Yield Post Biggest Three-Day Decline Since the Aftermath of 1987 Stock Crash. Let me tell you a quick story. I was in the gym this morning, just trying to process everything that has happened. And if you understand why Silicon Valley Bank went bust, you understand that it was really just them asleep at the wheel as far as their risk management. So not to go off on a tangent, but I thought, well, maybe there could be some opportunities in the banking space right now. You know, as Jim Rogers teaches us, you buy panic, sell hysteria. So I was thinking, okay, where could I maybe take advantage of some panic here where there shouldn't be any? And then I see this two-year treasury again, posts biggest three-day decline since aftermath of 1987. You say, oh, George, that doesn't sound like that big of a deal. Yeah, wrong. The And I, I didn't realize this. This whole weekend, I did not realize the two-year treasury has gone from basically 5%. And this morning, it was trading at 4%. It's down 100 basis points. 100 basis points. And it's not like it started at 20%. I mean, th this is, ap and I would argue that the percentage decrease is probably way more than in 1987, because I can't believe that the two-year treasury in 1987 was trading at whatever, 5%. I, I would assume that it was most likely trading a lot higher than that. Maybe I'm wrong. It says the actual yield fell 117 basis points in 1987. And that was during Black Monday, where the S&P plunged 20% in one day. Wow. And then look at this. 9-11, 9-11, the two-year yield went down by 63 basis points during 9-11. And over the last three days, and that was during a three-day period. And over the last three days, it's gone down 140 basis points more and most likely a higher percentage than it went down when terrorists hijacked a plane and flew it into the World Trade Center. I let that one sink in for a moment. So needless to say, what I was thinking about this morning at the gym has gone straight out the window. <laughs> All of my Jim Rogers plans that I was contemplating are no longer there because, and, and hey, I guess that's the lesson, right? It, to, to understand how to be a better trader, if that's your game, or even in a better investor, you have to be willing to change your mind just bam, immediately. You can't get married to one specific idea, especially if you're a trader. And this morning was a great example. I'm thinking, hey, maybe there's some good opportunities in the banking sector because if you, again, if you understand why Silicon Valley Bank went bust, you realize that it was, it wasn't really a, a, a bank run or anything like that. It, it's more just them making stupid mistakes. And I'm like, okay, well, these other banks probably aren't making stupid mistakes, especially not a Wells Fargo. So maybe there's some opportunity there. But the read here, what this tells me, is the bond market 
is which is the smart money is saying oh no 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 it, it's not just silicon valley bank and and it, it might not be saying that it's the banking system at all but what it is saying is there is something big time going on i mean there is an epic epic risk off event here Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Now, does that mean a financial crisis? Does that mean a collapse, black swan event? I I have no idea. But let's remember that on this channel, we've been talking about what? The yield curve being inverted, massively inverted for the last, call it nine months, probably longer than that now. And you get all these people on Wall Street and all these other YouTube channels and all these people on Twitter say, oh, the yield curve is dead. The yield curve is dead. The yield curve is dead. Really? Doesn't seem too dead right now. <laughs> In fact, I think the yield curve was doing a good job predicting that something was happening behind the scenes that would lead to, boom, a Silicon Valley bank. Now, I'm not saying that there's systemic risk in the banking system or that Wells Fargo is going to go down or it's a GFC 2.0. In fact, it's very unlikely that it's a GFC 2.0. But what I am saying is the bond market is telling us there's a lot more risk underneath the surface here, guys. And and you don't know the half of it. Obviously, I'm only an amateur. I'm just an enthusiast. But I do manage my own portfolio. So in managing my portfolio, I'm going to listen to the bond market and say, okay, let's pump the brakes here. Uh, because I, I need to see and be fully aware of what the bond market is warning about before I go ahead and make any decisions. What's the first rule of investing? Don't lose money. So they go on to say how prices have jumped yields have fallen after Silicon Valley Bank, fears about contagion risk. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. And again, I don't think the bond market is warning us about another mid-sized bank going bust. I think there, there's... There's something else. I don't know if it's the euro dollar market. I don't know if it's the monetary system that is that 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 are having these tremors, so to speak. But but something it, huge is going on underneath the surface. Uh, the 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 two year yield doesn't go down by a hundred basis points for heaven's sakes in three days if there isn't something serious that, that's happening. Um, that, that, that there's something serious happening that we can't see.
I mean, this Mohammed El Arian is talking. I don't really care what he's saying, to be honest with you. And for those of you who don't know, the Fed came out last night and they said, hey, we're going to backstop any systemic risk with Silicon Valley Bank from a standpoint of they set up another one of these stupid facilities that they did in 2020, where any bank that was, or I think they said any bank that was at ex risk exposure to Silicon Valley, but I think it's pretty much any bank in, in general that had treasuries or liquid assets, they could just give them to the Fed real quick and the Fed would give them a hundred cents on the dollar. Meaning that if they bought those treasuries at 1% and now the interest rates are 4%, they took a massive haircut. If they need that liquidity, they can just give those treasuries to the Fed and the Fed will pay them the price that the bank purchased them at when they were 1% in order to pay back their depositors. And that was really the main problem with Silicon Valley Bank is that they had all these assets that they took a massive haircut. They didn't hedge it. So now that even if you're not hedged, you can go to the, the Fed and get cash to give to the depositors, assuming you got the assets to match up with the liabilities. So I think most of them do have those liquid assets. But again, the, the real issue here is that there, there's something else going on that, that we're just not able to see. I don't know about, but I'm coherent enough to listen to the market and to take pause and say, okay, let's wait and see how this one, this one plays out. And uh, I'll probably, I was going to go off on kind of a tangent there about talk about how that, that bail, basically a bailout program that the Fed set up with one of these MILF or I don't know what they named it, but some sort of, uh, some sort of bailout for these other banks. And I'm just kind of looking for some details on that in this article. I do not see it. So we'll go ahead and save that for another video. All right, guys, definitely pay attention to this channel today. A lot going on. And we're going to do uh, several live streams today to keep you guys posted and give you some insights that you're not seeing in the mainstream media. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.